Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, September 14, 2016. For the next hour, I'm going to bring you the latest celebrity news on Ryan Seacrest, Ludacris, Amy Schumer, Nelly, Naya Rivera, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Hey, Dr. Phil here. You know, I help people solve difficult problems every day, but one problem has me stumped, childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. Luckily, the Feeding America network of local food banks collects surplus food, giving hope to hungry children and their families. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that. And fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, and do whatever it takes to help them make it through. Do your part by going to BoostUp.org and giving a student the boost that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. That's Entertainment has been on the network for about six years now. And if you like the show and you want to know more about the show, make sure you click on, a, on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I'm on the air live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call at 2347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash that's entertainment.radio follow us on twitter at that's entertain one that's t-h-a-t-s entertain and the number one you can also follow me on twitter at stiletto 14 stiletto like the high heel shoe and just type in s-t-i-l-e-t-t-o and the number 14 and most importantly follow me on the gram that's right your girl is on instagram now just go to T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a sunny 81 degrees. Before I get started with the first story of the day, I'd like to give a shout out to everyone that's listening to the show on the phone lines and in the chat room. Again, thank you for joining me here once again on a Wednesday afternoon. And if you want to make a comment about any of the story, again, give me a call. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. And also, if you can't catch the show live, you can always listen to the show uh, via the archives here on Block Talk Radio. You can also listen to the show because I post the show on the Facebook page. And you can also check us out on Stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com, where you can listen to the show from there. Just type in That's Entertainment Online Radio and uh, listen to the show on their website as well. Well, this week in entertainment and celebrity news, I'm going to be talking about uh, Ludacris. Apparently, he's going through some baby mama drama. I'll tell you what that is all about. Ryan Seacrest has found an angel in Rio, and I'll tell you what that means. 
And uh, I don't know if you guys are a fan of the television show Glee. Well, Naya Rivera had just uh, came out with her memoirs, and boy, not only she's giving you the tea about everything from what went on behind the set of Glee, her uh, rivalry with Leah Michelle to uh, her relationship with uh, Big Sean. She's giving you the whole picture, so I'll tell you more about that. So without further ado, let's get started with the most talked about stories of the day. Hit it. All right. Uh, Ryan Seacrest has found himself an angel during the 2016 Summer Olympics in Rio de Janeiro. According to E! News, the TV radio host is now dating Victoria's Secret angel, Adriana Lima, whom he hung out a lot with when he was in the city to cover the sport event for NBC. Uh, While neither Seacrest nor Lima had said anything about their relationship, they recently reunited in New York City. Uh, over the weekend, they, the pair was spotted at a romantic dinner at Del Amnima, in, right here in the Big Apple. Uh, the dating news came months after Lima finalized her divorce from NBA star Marco Jarek. Uh, the two, who share uh, two daughters, announced their split back in May of 2014 after five years of marriage. Seacrest, meanwhile, was previously linked to beauties like actress-dancer Juliana Huff, Mexican singer Paulina Rubio, and Sports Illustrated model Dominique Peake. Ludacris claims that his baby mama tried to frame him. The rapper-actor accused his former friend Tamika Fuller of digitally altering images of their daughter in an attempt to make him look like a bad father. According to TMZ, Fuller recently filed legal documents in which she said that her daughter was seen with bruises and abrasions on her face back in May when she picked up her two-year-old daughter from the daycare. And prior to that, the girl had spent time with her dad who had uh, primary custody. Now, Fuller stated in the document that she took her daughter to a hospital for emergency care after finding out about the injuries and was told to have Division of Family and Children's Services investigate the case. DFCS reportedly wanted to keep Ludo away from the child. In response to the allegation, the Furious 7 actor filed his own documents and said that Fuller's story was not true. He claimed that the injuries seen on their daughter in the photos Fuller submitted to the court were all photoshopped. He assured that DFCS record could prove his innocence. The case has now been dismissed, and the pair daughter is back in her dad's care. However, the problem between Fuller and Luda are still far from over. The mom is now accusing the 39-year-old star of using his money and fame to intimidate DFCS investigators. Ludacris and Fuller welcomed their baby girl in 2013. This is hardly the first time she accused the rapper of abusing their daughter. Last year, she filed a child abuse complaint against him after her daughter returned with a skin rash. In his legal papers, Luda explained that his daughter had a common rash that was treated by a doctor. You know, uh, I, this has been going on for, what, over a year now, Ludacris with his uh, the mother of his daughter, you know, Luda uh, has moved on from her, and he has gotten married. And I think uh, his current wife, uh, they had a child. But, uh, yeah, it's very messy, very messy. Amy Schumer trip to Paris had been nothing short of a train wreck. The comedian revealed that she got sick with food poisoning while on vacation in the City of Lights with her boyfriend, Ben Haddish. Uh, she says on Twitter, uh, she says, thanks for, thanks for everything, Paris, except for the food poisoning. Uh, she then uploaded a short video showing her sipping on chicken broth from her hotel room after a so-called puke fest with the Eiffel Tower clearly visible outside of her window in the background. The train wreck creator and star condition only appeared to worsen from there as she shared several images from a hospital bed a few hours later. Her trademark sense of humor, however, remained in perfect health. 
She also captioned a photo collage featuring multiple snapshots of her grinning from the gurney. It's unclear if Hannish was actually sick as well or was merely providing support for the 35-year-old comic. Schumer and the Chicago-based custom future, uh, furniture designer began dating in January. Uh, it's been a worldwide few weeks for uh, Amy Schumer. Uh, before the food poisoning, uh, she had released an autobiography titled The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo, filled with a mix of humorous antidotes and serious stories from her past. And Meanwhile, the stand-up star is up for five Emmys at Sunday's award show, including Outstanding Lead Actress in the Comedy Series for her wildly popular sketch show, Inside. And after TMZ reported Sunday that Nelly is facing a hefty $2.4 million tax lien from, from the IRS, his fans sprung into action, thinking that enough people listening to his song on streaming services will generate enough money to foot the bill. The lien filed in August stemmed from unpaid taxes in 2013. The St. Louis native owes $2 million to Uncle Sam and reportedly $149,000 to the state of Missouri. If Nelly doesn't pay up, they could seize his assets and property. And according to TMZ, sources close to the rapper say he's working with tax authorities to resolve the issue. Nevertheless, the hashtag Hot in Here streaming party became a trending topic on Twitter with backers pledging their support and offering suggestions. That's right, Nelly fans are helping him pay his tax lien. And uh, they were offering ideas on Twitter, too, how to come up with all this money. They said uh, go to um, uh, iTunes or wherever his music is, uh, is appears and just put it on mute and just keep it ro- in rotation for, for a whole day so that it can generate some money. And uh, and th- these are die-hard fans. They, they even said that if you love Nelly, this, you, you would do this. You would help him out. I mean, these are some die-hard fans, and I got to give it to you. I mean, that's. The, I mean, it's. I mean, it's amazing how you have fans out there that are willing to help your financial situation out. I mean, unbelievable. And, uh, and you know, Nelly's music is not only just uh, on Spotify or iTunes or whatever, but you know. A lot of his music has been used for commercial as well, like uh, uh, Cheerios, uh, Honey Nut Cheerios, they use his music. Certain um, drinks, um, they use his music. So I know he's got to be generating some kind of money from or getting the royalties from that. But uh, for your diehard fans to help you out in a crisis like this, Kudos because I'm surprised. I wonder. Well, I wonder does Nelly know about this? I wonder how they, you know, how he feels about this. Um, right now we have here 12 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host Tammy Jones Gibbs. Where every week, every Wednesday afternoon, I bring you the latest in entertainment news and celebrity news. If you want to know more about the show or you want to follow the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page, and that way it will send you a reminder on the on your, through your email that when I broadcast live. Also, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. If you want to follow me as well, you can follow me under uh, T. Jones Gibbs on Instagram and Stiletto14 on Twitter. Naya Rivera, let me tell you about this woman. Uh, she, You know her for her role in Glee. And she just didn't wake up one morning to find her life filled with Glee, so to speak. Like most, it took plenty of ups and way more downs, heartbreak, and a whole lot of OMG moments. Now in her new memoir, Sorry Not Sorry, Dreams, Mistakes, and Growing Up, the Glee actress opened up about all aspects of her personal life. The 29-year-old who has a son, Josie, nearly 12 months, with husband, Ryan Dorsey, she candidly discusses her time on the Fox hit. She dishes on Leah Michelle and Mark Sailing, among others, as well as her decision to get an abortion, her struggle with uh, anorexia, and much more. Now, Rivera's new book, Sorry Not Sorry, Dream Mistakes and Growing Up, is on shelves now in bookstores now. But she makes some shocking, 
revelations from the book. She talked about uh, when she was small, she had a play date at Michael Jackson Neverland. Apparently, she was um, she was pals with Michael Jackson's niece, and that's what get, got her the invite to the birthday party at the famous Neverland Ranch. But parents were not allowed, she was saying. And uh, she also said that um, the uh, that she also uh, met Nicole Richie. She and Nicole Richie were little girls. She was at that Neverland uh, invite, and she said that she sat next to her on the bus ride. She got sleepy, laid down, took a nap on Nicole's lap, and when she woke up, she said that she saw that she drooled all over her leg. She also talked about... Uh, Tamara and Tia Mori's little brother, Taj Mori, how he was her first boyfriend, and that um, she said that the, their first date was when she went to the NAACP Image Award with him. And she also talked about that the, how, it, how they broke up was that he told her, quote, that he wanted to date someone more on his financial level. But she said to this day they're still friends. She also talks about struggling with anorexia. She said that she began avoiding food and secretly jogged in place to burn off a few calories that she assumed. And in her sophomore year in high school, she could even face herself to eat an apple. And she said that uh, she only she only weighed like 98 pounds, and she was she was five uh, four. But uh, when she made new friends toward the end of the year and she had no desire to be skin and bones, that's when she gained 15 pounds back. And uh, she talks about uh, her uh, her uh, her cast members on um, on Fox. She talks about uh, Corey Monteith, who you know passed away. How he she said that he used to drink in front of her. Uh, she talks about Leah Michelle that how she had a jealousy issue. Uh, she said that it, uh, at one point uh, she thought that Leah Michelle was being mean to her, that she said that she wanted more of the spotlight for herself. She also talked about that um, anytime something went wrong with Leah on the set, she would blame Naya for it. Um she also said that um, the whole season six, which was the last season, they didn't speak to each other for the whole season. Uh, she also talked about um, her uh, her regrets calling ex-boyfriend Big Sean out on Twitter, um, how she um, they were fighting for about five days straight when he was traveling, and uh, apparently... Uh, you know, he she was living with him at the time. He also had gave keys to her house, and when she walked downstairs, she said that the that's when she saw Ariana Grande downstairs uh, listening to some music. And see, back then, that's she didn't know who it was. But then, after that, after they had broke up, Ariana and Big Sean started dating eight months after that. So it's really definitely a, a juicy read. Uh, if you're interested, it's called uh, uh, The Memoirs of Naya Rivera. It's called Sorry, Not Sorry, and it's in bookstores now. Famous exes, Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, could soon be back together in perfect harmony, professionally speaking, that is. Timberlake welcomed the idea of musically collaborating with the Make Me Singer two weeks after Spears listed the former NSYNC standout as one of the artists she one day liked to team up with. When E! News asked if he ever worked with the if he would ever work with uh, Britney again, he said absolutely. Timberlake, who's 35, and Spears, who's 34, dated from 1999 to 2002, notably attending the American Music Awards and matching denim outfits in 2001. Their breakup sparked fan-generated drama at the time when many speculated that Timberlake's song Cry Me a River and Spears Every Time was written about each other. But, but, you know, they said this doesn't appear to be any discord between the pop superstar nowadays. They said late last month, Spears name-dropped the sexy back crooner after being asked during a Q&A about which other musician she'd potentially be interested in working with. And the singer, Brittany, willingly developed a song with her ex struck a major high note with their fans, as well as Timberlake's former groupmate, Lance. 
Uh, Spears released her ninth studio album. It's called Glory. She released it last month. While Timberlake toe-tapping hit Can't Stop the Feeling was among the most popular songs of the summer. And having released his first solo album earlier this year, Zane Malik is set to release his first book. It's titled Zane, the autobiography, which will be published by Penguin Random House on November 1st in hardback edition. While it's classified as an autobiography, you may get juicy details. You may not get juicy details about the British singer. Uh, They said instead the book is going to be described as a photographic journey featuring collections of personal notes, thoughts, lyrics, drawings, and never-before-ever-seen photos cataloging his childhood in Bradford, England, to his superstar solo career. The art cover featuring a close-up shot of the singer has been released, and fans can pre-order the book. And I was just telling you, just last week, you know, uh, Zane uh, is adding a producer uh, to his resume. He's teaming up with Dick Wolf uh, for a show, uh, a television show. It hasn't been titled yet. But, uh, yeah, he's really, really keeping himself busy. And while still dating the beautiful Gigi Hadid as well, uh, you know, Fashion Week uh, is it's it's currently going on in New York, and uh, Tommy Hilfiger and Gigi Hadid just they teamed up, they collaborated for her own clothing line, and uh, Tommy Hilfiger and every. I think I don't know if this is the first year he did it, but uh, he had like a little carnival. Uh, amusement park at the South Street Seaport here in New York City, and it was fun. It had rides, it had games, just like an old-fashioned carnival amusement park, and uh, Tommy and Gigi name was all over the place. So it, it was a nice time, you know, had by all. And it looks like Russian hackers want you to know that Olympic darling and champion gymnast Simone Biles has ADHD. In the wake of a leak, Biles confirmed that she has taken medication for the condition since she was a child. The Olympian made the announcement yesterday after the World Anti-Doping Association disclosed that Russian hackers had publicly released the confidential records of some U.S. Olympic athletes, including Biles. The four-time gold medalist leaked data showed that she had tested positive for methylphenidate, also uh, known as Ritalin. Uh, it's been banned. Uh, it's a banned substance, but uh, the USA gymnast, uh, Gymnastics wrote in a statement that Biles had received an exemption since she takes it because of her medical condition. And even though the hackers made her personal information public, Biles said on Tuesday that she is not embarrassed to open up about her ADHD. According to the BBC, the hack appeared to be an act of revenge, retaliation for WADA's damning report into Russia's state sponsoring cheating. The report goes on to say that many Olympic athletes will now be nervously wondering if their private medical detail records are the next to be made public. And she's not the only one. Uh, uh, Venus Williams, Serena's uh, older sister, her uh, email account has been hacked as well. So it's it's crazy. But, you know, a lot of people are saying that they think, oh, Russia's being kind of like a sore sore loser because they were a lot of the athletes were banned because of their uh drug use and that they couldn't perform at the Olympics. So it's like this you know, like they retaliating, getting revenge, they still still they're still mad about that incident with Rio, so uh Prince's first wife, Matty Garcia. She is working on an intimate memoir about her marriage to the late music icon. Uh, Hatchet Books told the Associated Press on Tuesday that Garcia's The Most Beautiful is scheduled for release in April 2017. The title is taken from Prince's 1994 classic ballad, The Most Beautiful Girl in the World, which Garcia inspired. Prince, who died in April, married the actress, singer, and dancer on Valentine's Day 1996 and was soon expecting a child. But the baby died just a week after his birth, and Garcia lost another child after suffering a miscarriage. The losses proved to be uh, put too much strain on their relationship, and Prince and Garcia had their marriage annulled in 1999 and were divorced in 2000. Now, Garcia, she first came to the attention of Prince in 1990 when her mother submitted a video cassette of her performance. 
Now, Prince met her during the same year while on tour in Germany, and eventually she was hired to dance on his Diamond and Pearls tour. She became the focus of his next album, Love Symbol, and she assumed the, the the disguise of an Egyptian princess for the concept album and the Three Chains of Gold video uh, constellation. Garcia was in the New Power generation from late 1991 to 1996. Afterwards, she remained an associate of the MPG. And you gotta uh, love live TV. Uh, several audience members attended Monday's session premiere of Dancing with the Stars, where they staged a protest against contestant Ryan Lochte that disrupted the live broadcast and resulted in two men being hauled away in handcuffs. Lochte had been under fire in recent weeks for weaving a false tale about being robbed at gunpoint during the Rio Summer Olympic Games last month. Sam Sudade, uh, for, uh, who's 48, and Barzine Saruti, was 40, they were detained by private securities for Dancing with the Star and arrested for suspicion of trespassing after the LAPD was called in to CBS Television City, where Dancing with the Star originates. ABC News radio correspondent Jason Nathanson tweeted a photo of the pair in handcuffs wearing anti-Lochte shirts featuring the swimmer's name with a red circle and a line through the middle. Now, according to Variety, uh, the video posted on social media taken from the audience section also showed a group of at least five women wearing shirts with the same anti-Lochte symbol. They chanted, liar, liar, before being ushered out by security. The incident began just as Lochte and his professional partner Cheryl Burr were hearing the judge's opinion of their performance. The two men appeared to rush the stage, and Judge Carrie Ann Anaba, was how, uh, she was heard yelling, excuse me, hey, back off, and someone could briefly be seen rushing in front of the camera. So it got a little wild in there. I mean, but you know what? It was to be expected. I was, I'm not surprised. I knew. I never thought that they would have people actually in there. I know. I know they had to. The question is, who put who at who had let them in there? First of all, I mean, they had to see that they had these anti-Lochte shirts, and something in the back of their mind should have said, mm, "There might be something going on here." Maybe they were like everybody else. They paid their money. They paid and got their tickets just like everybody else. Maybe they didn't think nothing of it. But it's surprising how they was able to get up there. And, again, this guy just walks on the dance floor like nothing. So a lot of people are questioning the security at Dancing with the Stars because it could have got really bad. But they had asked Ryan his opinion on it. He, I mean, he was a little shaken, but... Um, He's here to do what he had to do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Dancing with the Stars definitely have to uh, get their security game up a little more because that is, it could have it been anybody could have gotten worse. Somebody could have came up there with a gun. You never know. You never know. Right now we have here uh, 26 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest entertainment and celebrity news. If you want to know more about the show and you are a registered listener here on Blog Talk Radio, follow the show. Click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. And if not, sign on, sign up to be a registered listener. Um, and you can catch my show as well as other shows here on the network as well. Uh, coming up in the uh, next half hour, I'm going to be giving you uh, some news on uh, Janet Jackson. Uh, her, she's been having a a, a troubling pregnancy. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, she has been put on bed rest. Uh, because, you know, Janet Jackson is 50 years old, so this is supposed to be her first child. And, you know, when the women are in their middle age and they're experiencing uh, having a baby or pregnancy, their risks become high. They become a high-risk pregnancy. So Janet is no exception. But I'll tell you the latest on her condition. Also, VH1 um, has revealed... The first guest for the new informal chat show hosted by Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. I'll tell you who are some of their first guests. As well as um, Leslie Jones. She has made a return to Twitter. And uh, she thanked all her fans, you know. She said that uh, she will always be funny. And 
she has a lot going on in her life, and she's not backing down. Also, uh, Lady Gaga is reportedly uh, taking the stage. Um, There's reports where they're saying that she might be performing at the upcoming Super Bowl. There's word, there's rumor going out, so I'll tell you the latest. And also, uh, Sharon Osbourne, uh, she revealed a secret about a breakdown that she had uh, when she uh, talked about it on the season premiere of The Talk. Uh, She talked about uh, what she was going through with uh, that temporary split from her husband, Ozzy Osbourne. She talked about her diagnosed with extreme exhaustion. So she puts it out there as well. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Now we have 25 minutes left remaining in the show. That was the latest from the Chainsmokers featuring Hazley and Closer. After uh, eight seasons of his popular Logo TV series, RuPaul Drag Race has at least earned an Emmy Award, the first for both RuPaul and the series. RuPaul upset competitors like Steve Harvey, American Idol, Ryan Seacrest, the Category 2-time and defending champ Jane Lynch of Hollywood Game Night, Tom Bergeron of Dancing with the Stars, and previous winner Heidi Klum and Tim Gum of Project Runway at Sunday's Creative Arts Emmys. RuPaul Drag Race has been renewed by Logo for a ninth season. Congratulations to RuPaul. You better work. And Chris Brown was in rare form on Sunday during a charity basketball game on the campus of USC. According to TMZ, Breezy got into a heated, prolonged argument with someone in the stands, a tense enough for cops to get involved. It all went down at the Power 106 Celebrity Basketball Game. At some point, he became visibly upset, but it was difficult to figure out why because the music was too loud. Brown also refused to stand during R&B singer Tank performance of the National Anthem. He didn't kneel. He sad and he was anything but solemn, yucking it up. And uh, VH1 has revealed the first guest for its new informal chat show host a uh, chat show hosted by Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. Kiki Palmer, 50 Cent, Robin Sig, Bella Thorne, DJ Khaled, and, Oct- and October London, they are all are set for the first episode of Martha and Snoop Potluck Dinner Party. The show uh, exploits the unlikely friendship between the rapper and lifestyle maven by having them host a new set of celebrity guests each week. VH1 gave a series order to the show last month under the working title, Martha and Snoop Dinner Party. The series with its new title is currently in production and slated to premiere this fall on VH1. And Tyler Perry is reportedly hiring creative talent at Tyler Perry Studios, and those hoping to get into the entertainment business are encouraged to visit his website to apply. According to his official website, Tyler Perry Studio and its division are seeking people with a genuine passion for film and television. If you want a career that inspires, work that expands your creativity, give you the chance to live your passion, grow and evolve, then come join our team. Tyler Perry Studio has more than 400 employees and is located on the former Delta Airline campus of more than 30 acres. The studio consists of five sound stages, a post-production facility, a pond, a back lot, a 400-seat theater, a private screening room, and designated areas for entertaining and hosting events. Perry's latest TV project includes Too Close for Home on TLC, a series he had been heavily criticized for because it's, uh, it has an all-white cast. In addition to reprising the role of Medea in Boo, a Medea Halloween in October, Perry will next be seen in Paramount's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the sequel, as the villain Baxton, uh, Baxter of Stockman. He will also star opposite Chloe Maurice in the independent film Brain on Fire. And uh, Nate Parker is not ready to apologize. At least he wasn't ready to at the Toronto International Film Festival where he and his cast participated in a press conference for the film The Birth of a Nation. Confronted with the question of whether he would apologize for a claimed sexual assault which he was acquitted in 2001, Parker said that this was a forum for the film and it does not belong to him. Uh, This is a particular time for Parker, who earlier this year was considered Hollywood's newest golden boy when the birth of the nation gained notoriety for having wild audience at the Sundance Film Festival and nabbing a $17.5 million deal with Fox Searchlight. Parker was applauded and lauded for having taken a chance on an unpopular film genre by using his own money and raising even more money to produce a film about a little-known American hero named Nat Turner. Fast forward, and Parker, who has been vilified in the press and in the court of public opinion after the incident resurfaced, 
fines him having to once again defend himself against the 17-year-old charges. If that was not enough, the movie, which has been highly anticipated for months, is suffering the slings and arrows of its leader's controversial past. Uh, some moviegoers have vowed not to support the film because they don't want to appear to support an alleged rapist, even though Parker was acquitted of all of the charges. And it was recently learned that his accuser committed suicide in 2012. Parker didn't release a statement about the incident, leaving many to shake their heads. To the press and to the public, due to the way Parker talked about the 1999 rape allegations, he didn't seem contrite. In fact, some have even accused him of being arrogant. Parker has not run from the story. In fact, he talked about the incident openly to Variety and Deadline, and then again at the recent Merge Summit in Los Angeles. And uh, he was also, uh, Nate, Nate Parker was also scheduled to go on a college tour, but that was uh, kind of being also controversial, too, because uh, there's been a rise of uh, rape on college campuses, so that would have been adding fuel to the fire. Uh, Comedian Leslie Jones has returned to Twitter. Yay, Leslie. After going silent for two weeks, her disappearance was triggered by a hack on her personal website where her new photos and personal information were leaked. Jones returned to Twitter to announce her love for Hillary Clinton as well as her excitement about her recent birthday, September 7th. The 48-year-old tweeted on Sunday morning saying, quote, Thanks to my fans and friends, I'm so okay, really. And I will always be funny, been through a lot in my life, and I always get back up, unquote. Her Ghostbusters director, Paul Fig, gave her a warm welcome back tweeting, saying, You are the greatest, Miss Jones, simply the greatest. Hashtag Leslie Jones rules. You can catch Jones back on the small screen when Saturday Night Live returns to NBC this fall. And uh, speaking of Saturday Night Live, they have has a they have officially announced three new players for season 42. Among the new addition in, is the show writer Mickey Day, uh, whose promotion was reported last week. The other two new cast members are Alex Muffet and Melissa Vazanero. No, Vazan Villa Sonor. Villa Sonor. Day has been writing for SNL since 2013 and recently appeared on NBC variety show Maya and Marty, hosted by Maya Rudolph and Martin Short. He got his start with the L.A.-based improv group The Groundlings and was a cast member of MTV's Wild and Out. Muffet hails from Chicago, where he has been a feature performer at the Second City Zanies, the Comedy Bar, and The Annoyance. He also taught teen improv at the Second City and made his feature film debut in Uncle John. As for Villa Sonor, the impressionist and stand-up comedian was a top 16 finalist on American Got Talent Season 6. She has lent her voice to Cartoon Network Adventure Time and worked on Family Guy and Comedy Central Trip Tank. The Mexican actress is the first ever Latina cast member on the NBC sketch series. Day, Muffet, and Villa Sonor are cast to fill the void left by Taryn Killam. Jay Farrow and John Reniski, who departed the show last month. The new season of SNL kicks off on October 1st at 11.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC. And thus, uh, you know, they, the, the, the Country Music Awards is getting ready to uh, start soon. And nominees for this upcoming CMT Music Awards were revealed in May, but candidates for the most coveted artists of the year title were left out. Now CMT reveals who will be vying for the prestigious trophy at the annual country music event. Chris Stapleton and Carrie Underwood are among the artists of the year nominees, adding their nods to a total of four each. Joining the stiff competition in the category are Florida Georgia Line, Luke Bryan, and Thomas Rhett. Winners will be feted at a gala which broadcasts live from Nashville's Skippenhorn Symphony Center on October 20th. Blake Shelton, Jason Aldean, Keith Urban, Casey Musgrave, Zach Brown Band, uh, they all score nominations as well. And non-country music stars like Adam Lambert, who we all know from American Idol alum, and Leona Lewis, the X Factor graduate, are up for CMT Performance of the Year thanks to their duet, Girl Crush. 
And uh, Lady Gaga is reportedly eyed to take the stage at the upcoming Super Bowl. Multiple sources inform Billboard that the mother monster who has just released a new single, Perfect Illusion, is in negotiations to perform during a halftime show at the 2017 game. The 51st Super Bowl is scheduled for February 5th at NRG Stadium in Houston. Adele previously said she was approached to perform at the event, but she turned down the offer, and NFL rep denied the singer's statement. And Sharon Osbourne revealed her secret breakdown during the season premiere of The Talk. The 73-year-old momager who split from husband Ozzy Osbourne earlier this year following infidelity rumors told her co-host that she was hospitalized last year. She went into therapy for mental health issues. Sharon was also diagnosed with extreme exhaustion, taking on too much, negotiating a tour for her husband, doing the talk, doing sponsorship work, and traveling around the world had took her toll on her. And besides overwork, she struggled with finding the right medication for depression, which she has suffered since she was a teen. Osborne doubted herself at first, but now she's in a better place. Right now we have 15 minutes after the hour. I'm gonna uh, 15 minutes till the uh, till uh, two o'clock. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take another break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day. So don't go anywhere. That's the latest new music from Nick Jonas and Bacon. Amanda, C. Fred, and Thomas uh, Sadowski 
are one step closer to walking down the aisle. Us Weekly can confirm that the 30-year-old actress is now engaged to her beau, who she began dating earlier this year. It's unclear when exactly and how the pair got engaged, but the news came a week after Seafred was spotted wearing a simple thin band on her ring finger when walking her dog Finn right here in New York City. Seafred and Sadowski first met when working together on the 2015 play The Way We Get By. The duo began dating early this year when reuniting to the film uh, The Last Word. This will be the first marriage to uh, Seafred, whose famous ex-boyfriend include Justin Long and her Mama Mia co-star Dominique Cooper. Sadowski, meanwhile, was previously married to Kimberly Hope for eight years. They split last year. And congratulations are in order for Alec Baldwin and uh, his wife, Hil- uh, Hil- uh, Hilaria. Uh, uh, matter of fact, uh, this past Monday, September 12th, uh, Hilar- Hilaria, I'm sorry, uh, this past Monday, September 12th, the pair welcomed their third child together, whom she introduced the world via an Instagram photo posted later in the day. Alec reposted the adorable photo on his own Instagram page and added on Twitter that the baby was born in New York City on September 12th at 6.51 p.m. Uh, Hilaria and Alex, who announced her third pregnancy back in March, are already parents to three-year-old daughter Carmen and one-year-old Raphael. Alex is also a dad to 20-year-old Ireland Baldwin, whom he welcomed with ex-wife Kim Basinger. And Ryan Murphy reunites with another Glee alum for the American Horror Story Season 6. Jacob Artis, who played Jake, the on-screen brother of Mark Salings, Noah Puckerman, on the Fox musical drama comedy, has apparently been tapped for the next AHS installment, which we'll see Lady Gaga among the returning cast members. Artis broke the news himself on Instagram. He shared a picture of his script while carefully covering up the season six subtitle with another sheet of paper. He has since deleted the photo. Details of his role are still scarce, but he's not the first Glee star to join American Horror Story. Darren Chris and Matthew Bomer starred in the hotel and the previous installment. The new season kicks off on September 14th at 10 p.m. Eastern on FX. Fans who guessed the mysterious theme correctly will have a chance to win the grand prize that includes an all-new Mercedes-Benz C300 coupe and a trip to, for two to the ASS set in Los Angeles. The winner will be revealed during the premiere episode. And 20th Century Fox is eyeing Benicio Del Toro to star in the new Predator film. Deadline has reported that the Oscar-winning actor is currently in negotiation to take the lead role in the film, which will be helmed by The Nice Guys and Iron Man 3 director Shane Black. Plot details are being kept under tight wraps, but the Helmer said earlier this summer that his new sci-fi action film will focus on a hero named Quinn McKenna. Black, who plays a member of Arnold Schwarzenegger's team and was the first to die at the hands of the alien hunter, Hunter in 1987 Predator is expected to begin production on the project sometime next year for the early 2018 release. Del Toro starred in Alejandro in 2015's Sicario and is set to reprise his role in the second installment of the drug war thriller Soldado. He also appeared as the collector in Thor, the the Dark World, and Guardians of the Galaxy. The 49-year-old actor can next be seen in Star Wars Episode Eight, which hits theaters on December 15, 2017. And rumors claim that Jaden Smith who's 18, committed suicide. Earlier this month, many were freaking out and heartbroken since surprising reports uh, surfaced claiming that Will Smith's son committed suicide. It was said that the young actor claimed his own life because his girlfriend, Sarah Snyder, was caught cheating on him. Another report claimed that the Karate Kid actor committed suicide because his family couldn't accept that that he's gay. It also alleged that there was a suicide video showing Jaden saying goodbye to his superstar father, Will Smith. Now, although the fake story circulated online, Jaden remained mum and did not directly respond to the death hoax. However, Jaden proved that he's alive and well by posting a picture with his girlfriend, Sarah, on his social media page. As Jaden was also spied with his pal Miley Cyrus and Liam Helmsworth later in Los Angeles, speculation started to rise that this actor and rapper created these false stories himself. Now, according to the Morning Ledger, during the time death hoax was circulating online, Jaden's name was dragged everywhere. 
The trailer of Jaden's music video was also reported getting some huge hits after his death rumors started spreading on social media this past month. Now, people had criticized his silence. Sources denied that Jaden was connected to whoever started the death hoax. Jaden is not the only celebrity who has been a victim of death hoax. Previously, Angelina Jolie, Miley Cyrus, and Sylvester Stallone were hit with similar fake death stories. All the death hoaxes about celebrities appearing to be emerging from the same source, a news site which creates fake stories for the purpose of getting Facebook users' information. And David Bowie was part of the 2016 Burning Man that took place earlier this month. The beloved late singer Ashes were scattered at the annual gathering in the Nevada desert. According to the publication, Bowie's widow Iman let his godson take a portion of his ashes and leave it at a spiritual event which he had a special connection to. At the Burning Man, around 70 people honored Bowie with a small ceremony at the temple, a huge structure for attendees to pay tributes to their loved ones. The temple was burnt down at the end of the week-long event. Bowie passed away in January, just days after his 69th birthday. He has been get, he he had battled he been, he had been battling cancer for 18 months prior to his death. His widow Iman recently made her pu- first public appearance since his passing at New York's Fashion Week. At the time, she was seen wearing a necklace with the word David on it. In an interview with Joe Z on Good Morning America, Iman said the necklace was created by designer uh, Heidi. Uh, Slimman, and she would never take it off until the day she dies. And uh, on Saturday, September 10th, Katy Perry took some time to answer fans' questions on Twitter. When asked if she would work with Taylor Swift, the Roar singer revealed she would consider working with her fellow musician, Swift, on one simple condition, which is the Bad Blood singer has to apologize to her. The feud between the two singers started back in 2014 when Swift told the Rolling Stones that her song Bad Blood off her album 1989 was about a fellow musician who tried to sabotage her entire arena tour. Fans shortly put the details together and concluded that the anonymous former friend was Perry, who later posted on Twitter. While the Blank Space singer never confirmed who the song was about, the long-standing feud had yet to be settled. This Perry Swift feud resurfaced when DJ Calvin Harris, Swift's ex-boyfriend, addressed the ongoing feud between these two pop stars through his Twitter rant after a messy breakup with Swift last July. And Travis Scott has reached a new milestone by posting his first number one album on the Billboard 200 charts. His second studio album, Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight, debuted at, on top of the U.S. album chart following his exclusive release on iTunes on September 2nd. Birds sold 88,000 equivalent album units in the week ending September 8th, including 53,000 in traditional album sales. His debut studio album, Rodeo, peaked at number three on the charts in 2015, with 67,000 units sold in the first week. And as noted by Billboard, Birds is the fifth fifth album, which was initially released exclusively on Apple iTunes to hit number one in 2016. Previous Apple iTunes exclusives to top the chart are Frank Ocean's Blonde, DJ Khaled's Major Keys, Drake Views, and Futures Evolve. And uh, Melanie Brown, Mel B, who we all know and love, she discussed the Spice Girl reunion during her appearance on The Late Late Show with James Corden on Thursday, September 8th. The Scary Spice confirmed only she, Jerry Hallowell, and Emmy Button, Emma Button, who will be joining the upcoming reunion tour, which will likely start in London. Uh, when Mel B told James Corden about the rumor three-piece reunion in honor of their 20th anniversary of the first Spice Girl album, Spice, he asked, um, were they going to be doing something in threes? And when he asked why they would not re why 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 he when he asked why they would re- reunite as a trio, Mel B joked and said that uh, the she said quote because the other two bitches didn't want to do it, referring to Melanie C and Victoria Adams. But she later laughed and clarified and you know said that the other two fellow lovely ladies. And when asked if they ever thought about replacing Mel C and Victoria, Mel B said what said that uh, she doesn't think they could ever replace Sporty or Posh, but she would like to invite some of the people on stage with them, so she wants it to be fun. So um, 
Well, I hope maybe maybe they can reconsider it. You know, you never know. And Ariana Grande is collaborating with Stevie Wonder on a new song called Faith, which will be featured in the upcoming animated movie Sing, written and produced by Ryan Tedder and Benny Blanco. The track marks Stevie's first contribution to a film in over 20 years. The release date for Faith has yet to be announced, but according to Republic Records' press release, the track will be available soon. Ariana announced her Stevie collaboration during her appearance on the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. Ariana will launch her Dangerous Woman tour on February 2nd, 2017 in Phoenix, Arizona. Well, that will do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great day. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>